you are listening to Media Sales Mojo. My name is Philip Gabbard. And I'm Dave Burke. Welcome to the podcast for Broadcast Media Sales Professionals. We appreciate having you here. Hey, uh, Phil, this is uh, this has been fun, but uh, I'm out of time, dude. I got to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes for a short show. Uh, no, I know. I know. My time management skills are horrible, as we used to say in Boston. We barely got out of our music intro. And time management is is a thing. And I think there's a good reason for us to have a conversation today, a little bit about the day in the life of account managers and sales managers for that matter, and really identifying all that can happen in a day. There's those days, Dave, that sometimes you're driving home and you couldn't even remember what in the heck you did today or what you had for breakfast because your mind is almost buzzing and numb for doing so many different activities that keep all these plates spinning. Well, and the thing that that bugs me when that happens is I drive home and I think, boy, my day was full of activity, but it really wasn't full of progress. You know, what did I do today? I was busy all day, but what did I really do? That, yeah. Those are the days that drive me crazy. Well, I think it still happens to, to my lifestyle today as my lifestyle as it was when I was an AE. There's systems that we adopt and we inherit and things that work for me. And, you know, I, I have tended to be a guy that kind of changes some systems of management and calendar management, appointment setting. I've changed over time. I think mm-hmm. I've done that for a while. But I think there's some good hard lessons to at least presence today and how we can really get ourselves back in alignment to having high productivity consistently day in and day out. Well, it's difficult today, I think, as difficult, if not more difficult than it's ever been, only because there are just so many more things that as a seller or as a manager, you're responsible for. We now have these CRM tools that require our attention. Mm -hmm. We have to sit there and uh, and work with those and update them and make sure that those are uh, up to date. We have digital products that we're selling that we need constant training and evaluation on so that we know what we're doing when we're in front of clients and what makes the most sense. And then we've got our, our normal everyday prospecting and closing and doing make goods and all the stuff that an account executive and a manager are required to do. It's busier than ever. And the day can get away from you quickly. Correct. And if the day gets away, the week gets away. And before you know it, Man, you're in, you know, as we used to say in the, in the restaurant business, you're in the weeds. Right. You know, you're just, you know, you're in trouble. Well, I believe it's a sign of, of a talented person who can have ownership of their time and time responsibilities. The things that came up for me are the fact that distraction is probably a little more inherent in today's business activity. There's distractions mm-hmm. of have to and immediacy. There's problems that come up that need to be tended to. And I think one of the you know areas that I would like to first highlight is, is making sure that we keep the main point the main point. These are really important, especially when you pay attention to what pays the bills, and that is client billing. And there's times and propensities that occur when we get distracted so we don't check in with an account. And what mm-hmm. what you might think is okay for touching base, I want to recreate for listeners today, the fact that you've got a piece of business secured and running and copies in and all things are operational is that there still needs to be touch points interlaced into your week on check-in and check-up. Even though the client might say, hey, we're good, call you next week. That's a good, good sign, but do call them next week. Even mm-hmm. if it's for a high, how you doing, or dropping by a you know a sandwich or something, but there is too many distractions that would tell you to go out and find um, more business, and there might be a mistake made 
in that. Yeah, I think you're right. I, you know, we, we, especially when you get into the honeymoon phase and your business is just closed right. and things are going really well, that's the time that you really want to be able to build your forward equity with the client in case anything goes wrong. In case there's a problem, you can always lean on that. So you want to make conscious efforts to touch and make sure. And I, I know, you know, account executives sometimes go, hey, you know, if if I'm not hearing from the client, everything's okay. Right. That's not necessarily true either because the client also gets distracted and gets busy. And there may be a need there that, that you're not addressing. Well, remember too, Dave, I mean, after you've made the call and secured it, you know, your, your customer's on air. Everybody's rushing to that customer to try to get at the piece of business that you probably, you know. Yeah. And so this is exactly when you need to have those elements shored mm-hmm. up. So distractions are key. Distance is key too. And I want to say that because sometimes we feel like, hey, I can send the email and I can send a text or pick up the phone. And sometimes we just don't drive across town to go pay a visit. Yeah, no, that's right. The, the magic happens face to face. It, it does. And, and that's when relationships really, really blossom. So that is those just because I'm in the neighborhood stop-ins uh, gives plenty of opportunities for us to meet, you know, sales assistants and and mm-hmm. other management, mm-hmm. you know, team members of a client. And that's important. And sometimes it's the distraction of the daily activities and the CRM tools and sales meetings. But you and I were talking offline. There's 500 minutes in a day in a, in yeah. a business day. In a work day, yeah. And in 500 minutes, we can get a lot of things done if we're apportioning our time appropriately. So sometimes we feel like, hey, I've got to get a proposal done and this is going to take me all afternoon. It's just not true. Well, yeah. There's workarounds to make sure that you have efficiencies down to the minute. And I think that's key critical. So on your calendar, quit blocking out an hour of time when you don't need an hour of time. You can break those down into incremental periods of time all the way down to a minute. Well, one of the exercises I, I've done with staffs at stations is to actually hand out a spreadsheet of Monday to Friday broken down, each day broken down into 15-minute increments. Mm, that's and to give idea. that to each member of the team and ask them to track as accurately as they can what they're doing each 15-minute increment. And mm-hmm. it might be as general as answering emails or working on a proposal, for instance, and not necessarily breaking it down any further than that. But to be able to look at that spreadsheet each day and find out how much time you are actually spending face-to-face with clients. Yeah, it could be alarming. You'd be shocked (laughs) at how little time you're actually spending face-to-face. And I think you know, we think we're on the road and we're in front of clients all the time and I'm always making calls until you start to track it and you go, holy cow, it's, you know, it's an hour and 45 minutes a day Yeah. because you're going out to the client, you actually sit with the client for 15 minutes and then you're gone. Yeah. So I would recommend that. I mean, if, if you're having trouble trying to figure out, geez, where's my time going? Track it. It's like anything else, you know? You can't manage it if you don't measure it, right? Right. So measure what you're doing. Yeah, I call it an x-ray. And there's another thing that that kind of dovetails right into that is thinking that I can do two things at once. You Mm -hmm. know, um, our time management skills, especially in a society that things are getting compressed and and maybe move at a faster speed, is that there's a sense of want of multitasking. 
I talk a lot about multitasking and, and it's a fallacy. It's, it's something that people believe that they can type and listen at the same time, which is just not doable. And we try to convince ourselves that we can balance 12 things at one time. The key to understanding where your time drains are or your time suckers are or what's eating up massive real estate in your day is going to really be determined if you can do a quick x-ray of what's going on in your day. So it does take time to sit down and it does take time to sit down, but some people might complain like, why do I have to do this? You know, I'm busy. And that's exactly the point. It's, yeah, right. It, it's, exactly. We need to start identifying areas that we can remove out of our daily schedule. And I know that this might seem rudimentary. And why are we having a conversation about this today? Because if you pay attention to the smallest details, we are going to thwart, we are going to ward off, we are going to protect and inoculate ourselves from having letdowns and surprises in the future, which means that I didn't allot enough time for travel or I didn't have the right touch points scheduled on my calendar for certain clients and they've canceled because then you'll start creating additional excuses of why he's not on the air. Why he's not on the air this month might be more related to your service capabilities, your touch points, and not just necessarily who all I, I'm going to try going in another direction or the client decides to move in another direction. I think these are those little things that our job, Dave, what you and I have been doing for weeks and months now is, is really bringing to light things that people know. We're not reinventing the radio business. You and I stand on the shoulders of very, very successful managers and companies and groups who built themselves up to where they are today, to this company that you, our listeners, are are working for because people appropriated time management importantly. They took time to do the small things right. Well, I... I agree with you. I think going out and, and having, you know, making sure that you're in contact with the clients. I'm not a fan of checking in, stopping by. I want to have a purpose when I do it um, and have some sort of reason for being there because I don't want to be seen as an interruption by the client. Sure. Uh, but, but I have to be able to be responsive to their needs and certainly let them know that I'm available to them when they want them. Mm-hmm. The whole multitasking idea, I agree with you. We can only do one thing at a time really and do it effectively. And, and research has shown that if you multitask, you're actually less efficient than if you're just focusing on one task at a time. We, we, were, we were joking offline that you're working at 120% and you're giving all three of these things you're working on 40% of your effort. <laughs> you know? So right. you get you get drained out and the, and the the actual tasks are, are terrible. I think one of the, the other parts of time management that's really important is to prioritize what you're doing during the day, each day. I, I've done that for years. I'm a, uh, I'm a pretty organized person. That's one of the things I always ask people when I go to hire them is how do you stay organized? Are you a filer or a piler? How do you do it, right? Um, but to prioritize your tasks during the day, I think are, is a, is a key critical thing. And I, you know, you can number them ones, twos, and threes. You can number, you know, A's, B's, and C's. Right. A friend of mine calls it do first, do next, do later, you know, however you want to prioritize. Um, my assistant in Denver, when I was running uh, radio stations there used to say to me, you get more done before lunch than anybody I've ever seen. And I think it was just because of the way I prioritize. How do you prioritize, Phil? I mean, what do you do uh, when you look at your daily task list? What, uh, how do you stay prioritized? I feel the exact way that you just described. I feel like I process and I I surge and uh, I'll have events during the day where 
all of a sudden I have a huge commitment to getting 10 things done. And those 10 things done, I might get done in, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. But all of a sudden you have a huge wealth of work throughput elements taken care of all at once. So I really feel strongly about taking care of these small things, but let them happen in surges. There's things that people get a lot of, feel effective in the morning. They feel effective in, you know, later in the yeah, afternoon. Right. But I think one other element that I want to add here is using all of your resources and quit feeling like it's all incumbent upon you. What is incumbent upon you is using all of your resources. And so that is including your manager or, um, you know, your sales assistant or a sales assistant, you know, know, Mm -hmm. let them make those touch calls, ask them to make some follow up calls Mm -hmm. uh, for you or send an email, a nice email, one of those touch points. But that all happens in organizational planning. So I would like you, Dave, to send out three emails to these three clients if you can sometime this week, please. Yeah, right. And. What a huge help. Yeah. That one action just took care of, you know, right, a lot of time and responsibly so. So it's the right touch at the right time with the right planning makes it happen. My days, I do pride myself that at the end of the day, I don't have to think of this work anymore. All mm-hmm. right. Because mm-hmm. there's part of having a great, healthy, productive day. That means that the rest of your life isn't owned by what you do for, you know, a living. You have to have a family life and exercise and all of those other things that are important to put into your must-dos. And so you want the time committed to making sure that your productivity during the day results in an after-work life that is as productive, as rewarding, as uh, an opportunity for you to recover and unwind without burdening the rest of your day and night with thoughts of things that you didn't tend to during the day. And that's why we wanted to have the conversation about a day in the life, because it is a life and you have to put a lot into a day to, to accomplish it. But we just wanted to basically say, you guys know what you're doing. You've been, if you've been in this job for a week or a year or 10 years, you really understand what flow is, but you do understand that it's changing too. So we have to keep sharp of what the opportunities are, what the distractions are, and how we can keep thinking, how we can service our key customers, which are the, the key providers for our livelihood. It is about well, yeah, when you talk management. Of, when, you, when you talk about distractions, one of the big distractions that people will face now is social media. I mean, you can go down a rabbit hole really quickly and have a half an hour of your day gone. Mm-hmm. So I, I would caution people on, again, staying focused on the tasks at hand and trying to avoid those distractions. One of the other things that I think as a, as a, an account executive, that a real sort of tactical thing that you can do to try to free up your day and make yourself more productive from a time management standpoint is not chase a bad lead or spend a lot of time <laughs> chasing them. Right. Right. Try to say no faster a little bit um, because you do get bogged down with people who aren't going to pay you any money or, or, or not do any business with you. And that can be a real time hammer during the week when you're when you're driving out you're putting some thought in you're making you know visits and whatever to somebody who you know frankly just is not going to do any business with you and look i hate to give up a lead as much as the next guy but if it's not going to pan <laughs> out i don't want to spend any time there so you have to be a little bit more brutal with yourself and go 
I got to go spend time with yeah. other people. I yeah. can't spend time with this person. Because it, it, yeah, it erodes into the other things that are you know making you more effective. Last item for time management, Phil, is um, if you're busy during the day, take a break, take a refresher, give yourself a little mind break. I, I knew a guy that worked in New York. And when he would get overwhelmed and didn't feel productive during the day anymore, he would go downstairs to, the, to, to one of the avenues and go get his shoes shined. Mm-hmm. That was his break. Sit at a shoe shine, get a shoe shine for 10 minutes, and then he came back up refreshed and ready to hit it again. Looking to your good. point about splurging, yeah. and, the, and the energy was up and he was ready to go. Yeah. So let's take a break here. We'll call an end to this episode of Media Sales Let's Mojo. go get our shoes shined, Dave. Okay, let's go get our shade. That's a good idea. I'm wearing sandals. I'm not sure that that's going to work all that well. But, you know, we, uh, we ask you for your feedback, and we really do uh, enjoy reading the messages that we get that are sent to us at askus at mediasalesmojo.com. Uh, you may have seen us on LinkedIn or on Instagram or Facebook. We're on all the social media things. And if, we, if you see a new episode posted, if you see somebody making a comment, we ask you to like it and share it and add your comments too. We enjoy doing this uh, and hope you get some value from it. And we'd like you to uh, spread the wealth. So uh, my name's Dave Burke. And I'm Philip Gabbard. You've been listening to Media Sales Mojo. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.